welcome everyone to a another edition of On the Mars Talk with the C. Hello, everybody. How we doing? Hey, Hello, everyone. Hi. Hello. Good to see everyone's smiling faces as you're in your places. How's that thing going? <laughs> that kid song. What day I'll remember it again. Uh, we have a panel of experts, ladies and gentlemen, and I just want to say hello and uh, introduce our panel uh, to everyone out there in Spotify and Apple iTunes land. Uh, first, we have uh, Fred. Fred, why yes. don't you say uh, hello and everything like that? Hello, my name is Fred. Big fan of four major sports, hockey, football, basketball, and baseball. Probably like basketball the most. All right, keep them short. Uh, Stephen R., how are we doing? Good. Who are you? I'm, I'm, sure I just I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of the show now. Good to have you. Uh, Larry S. Yes, I'm out here in Fairfax, Virginia, and I love to do stories about all kinds of sports. Yes, yeah, fabulous stories. How about Sharon? You're a little dark right now on the Zoom, but tell us about yourself. Whatever. Hi, my name is Sharon. I love all... I'm learning more about other sports that I didn't like. I'm a um, baseball Mets fan, diehard Mets fan, and an Islanders fan, and NASCAR racing. Very good. All right, Mike, who are you? Hi there. I am Michael, and I'm a big fan of On the Mark Sports Talk. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. And now we have the guy who's laughing, uh, Danny. Yes, my name is Danny, and uh, I'm a I'm a sports fan in general. Uh, follow most uh, major sports and some not so major to others, but particularly bowling. Uh, and uh, I've been on most of the uh, on the mark sports club. Thank you, Roger. It is Roger, big, big Yankee fan after my uh, namesake. And uh, you know, hopefully, the Yankees will get going, start hitting. <laughs> Howie. Uh, Howard Spinner, originally from uh, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island. Way to go, Allergy. Brooklyn! Uh, East New York, by the way. Uh, now living in the San Francisco Bay Area, San Ramon, East Bay. Uh, became, well, moved out here, became a big Giant fan, still a Yankee fan. And uh, I've really gotten into basketball over the past uh Five ten years. Okay. I you. wonder why. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Larry. Larry. Oh, um, I like the Yankees. I like the Mets. I like the Giants football. I like the Knicks for basketball. I like the Rangers for ice hockey, and I like the Connecticut women for college women's basketball. Other than that, I know very little and learn something every time I come on this show, especially from guys like Fred and a few others that have extensive knowledge. Well, uh, I'm sure Fred thanks you for that. Thank you, Larry. But thank you. Every, everybody, has, everybody has knowledge and brings something to the table. That, that's right. And a nice variety of people uh, and they all have uh, different uh, sports that they really right. get into. And it's, that's cool. It brings, very, brings it to the table here. Fantastic stuff. All right, this is show uh, number 103. Gonna horror. I always wait for that. 
And uh, next week, we're going to celebrate our two-year anniversary show. And 104 <laughs> means that's 52 weeks in one year, so 104 weeks in two years. That's how we figured that out. So we have nothing special right now. So I can't believe it's been two years. It's been two years. We've been doing this every single week. Um, so if you guys have any ideas, call me, email me, text me of something special that we can do uh, next week to make it uh, really a fun uh, a day. Not that all the shows aren't fun, but something a little special. Uh, I have one thing up my sleeve, and uh, I may email you during the week uh, to give you a head start on what that is. But if you have something which you think is interesting to do next week, something special, let me know. Because it's and bring hey, bring a candle, bring a cupcake. <laughs> at least we can do that. Celebrate it. All right. But next week is our two-year anniversary. All right. Let's talk some sports. That's why you're here. Uh, I was listening this week. I forgot what show it was. It must have been on the radio. They were talking Yankee baseball about the Yankee baseball in the uh, in the early '80s. And you remember this guy? I can't see this. Omar yeah. Marino, yeah, outfielder. Omar Marino, who, who right away, if I mentioned his name, would you think of him as a Defensive outfield, center field. For you think about who you think about pirates. the uh, the pirates, pirates yeah, the pirates. pirates. But this guy was on the pirates for most of his career. He wanted to keep on playing baseball, so he went to the Astros. And he came to the Yankees. I never remembered him. Do you remember him as a Yankee? The Yankee uh, fan, yeah, yeah, you're shaking your hand, yeah. head around him. For some reason, I don't remember as a Yankee, but I got a card. Omar Marino was a New York Yankee in 1983. Interesting. You'd be surprised. He also played for the Royals and the Braves. I have this down here. Um, I got a call about an hour ago. I'm not going to mention names or who called me, but they suggested or asked if we would like a, a special guest uh, on the show sometime in May. I'm going to give you his name. I don't think his name is going to um, knock your socks off. or I don't even think you'll even know this guy. Because I mentioned him. Barber. Uh, his name is Robert Nanden. Close. He was a shortstop and second baseman for the minor leaguers in the, uh, the Tigers and the Blue Jays in the... Uh, I'm trying to think when he told me he played. Uh, the late 70s, up <laughs> in the late 70s and early 80s, something like that. Uh, he never made it to the major leagues, but this might be an interesting guest for someone to come on, just talk about the minor league experience. And I know you guys have thousands of questions, and of course, he'll uh, have someone else you know, talking the, besides me. The Tigers, the Tigers had the my. Uh, their the minor league team in in Oneonta, which I saw them play around that time. Yeah, he may have been playing with them at that time. Maybe yeah. Robert. Nair, he went to Bayside High School. Bayside High School. The Bayside. So oh, New York boy uh, <laughs> must have played really well in high school. Got drafted, but uh, never made it up back in. The how, do, how do you spell his last name? Uh, N A N 
D-I-N, Robert. You can look him up. I checked him out on uh, on Google. He's there. So check him out. We haven't got a date yet. Uh, we'll know a little bit more if he's coming on next week. Okay, let's move on from that. Gerald, as you know, is not on the show today. Uh-oh. Uh, but he wanted his numbers report to continue. So I remember what he's doing. He's picking the year 1846 when the first organized baseball began. And he's adding it to our show number, which is 103, and which comes to 1949, the year 1949. And he's highlighting various things that took place basically in baseball in the year that we're, we're highlighting, and 1948 is the year. So he, he gave me some notes, and uh, I'll do my best to do the best Gerald impersonation I can do. <laughs> Well, in February of 1948, the Yankees traded a catcher named Aaron Robinson. That name doesn't strike me a bell at all. I remember all. him. Yeah. And, I know you the and name. how do you know Aaron in 1948? Aaron Robinson. Right. I just, I just know the name. <laughs> well, the Yankees traded him and a pitcher named Bill White. Not not Bill yeah. White, the first yeah. baseman. This is W-I-G-H-T. Uh, and they traded a pitcher named Fred Bradley, and they, they got Eddie Lopat. That's the highlight. They got Eddie Lopat, yeah. uh, which we all heard about. Yeah. Uh, in, also in February, Pi Trainer and Herb uh, Pennock were elected to the Hall of Fame. Uh, in uh, April of the same year, 48, Yankee Stadium. Are we talking 48 or 49? Yeah, 48. Oh, 49. My 49, bad. 49. Yeah. Right. 49. Um, the Yankees um, uh, played the Brooklyn Dodgers in an exhibition game, and 62,000 people came to see an <laughs> exhibition game, the Yankees and the Brooklyn Dodgers back in those days. What was that, the Mays Trophy game? In April, Leo DeRocha was suspended, uh, came back for some reason. Did anyone know why he was suspended? I do not yeah. know. Hanging around with bad people and gambling, right. supposedly. Exactly. Oh, no, he, he, he was uh, uh, caught with adultery. Lorraine Day. Lorraine, Lorraine Day. Day. And the commissioner right. had to suspend him because... The, the Catholic uh, 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 fans were in an uproar. Yeah. Well, they only suspended him for one year, and he came back in, in April. Uh, also in May of that same year, Pete Gray. Does that name sound familiar? Yeah, one arm. One arm, one arm, one arm outfielder with the, the Browns. Browns. Early Browns. Bill, starts his Bill. comeback at class, at class 18. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he got all the way back, but... Uh, yeah. Another Bill Vecca uh, thing. Yeah, of course. Uh, in June, nine weeks before he died, Babe Ruth is on at Yankee Stadium. Uh, it's 48, Mark. He was, yeah, 48. He was, 48. Back in yeah, 48. Right. He died in 48. Well, I'll, talk he died in I'll talk about 1948 then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't tell, we won't tell Gerald, Larry, right? Very no, messed no. up. Very yeah. messed up. Right. Uh, 49 is more interesting for Yankees. In July right. of 48, 
the 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 Indian signed Satchel Page, and uh, of course he went on to the Hall of Fame. Uh, let's see what else happened in that year that we're talking about. <laughs> we don't know what you were talking about. Yeah. Larry Doby, the first black man oh, yeah. to homer in a World Series. That's forty-eight. That was forty-eight. 48. It's 48. all forty-eight. It's all nineteen forty-eight. Cleveland and Boston. Right. Yeah, do 49 next week. Uh, and for, in October, the Yankees hired Casey Stengel. That was 49. Right. That was, that was, no, that was 49. Right. 49 yeah, was the first year. This is all the same year. Got it from the yeah. same list. Yeah. But 49 uh, was the first year. In November, the White Sox acquired a young Billy Pierce from mm. Detroit for that same catcher we talked about earlier, Aaron Robinson. Robinson. Came back again. I never heard of him. Here he's in two uh, transactions. And Billy Pierce, you know, growing up, you know, in the, let's say, the late 50s, early 60s, we remember Billy Pierce as a White Sox. I think he ended up with the Giants. 62 Giants he was on. Giants, too. I didn't realize the dude was really old. (laughs) <laughs> because he we played a whole decade prior to that. Yeah. He must have been coming to the end of his uh end of his career. In November of that when same year. When did he uh, die? Hmm? When did he die? If he played I, so long. I, yeah, I don't know when he died. You can check it. We, well, we can have Gerald check him. He's not here. Uh in November, National League president Ford Frick, who was the president then before the commissioner, I guess. Stepped in to pay $350 for funeral services, uh, including the coffin for the unclaimed body of Hack Wilson. Really? Never knew that story. Hack Wilson, uh, who probably died of alcohol abuse, was in a hospital as just identified as a white male. Wow. Never knew that story. Uh, in December, Stan Musial named MVP, and also in December, the Yankees released Frankie Crosetti. Mm-hmm. So Frankie uh-huh. Crosetti did not play, uh, I guess, in the 50s. Yeah. No. He, he was a coach. When he was coaching. I never saw him. Okay, that's the year. Whatever year that is, we just honor <laughs> that. There were a couple of beep. Oh, Michael, go ahead. <laughs> Bring it up, Michael. Oh, wow. Awesome. <laughs> 19, <laughs> now, you're right. 1949, uh, a couple of other things. In that year, the Yankee TV announcers were Kurt Dowdy and Mel Allen. And it was the only year that Kurt Dowdy was the Yankee announcer in those days. And mm-hmm. one of the best, if you're a real Yankee fan, one of the, actually any type of baseball right. fan, one of the best books David about baseball was called the summer of 49. Yeah. 49. It really makes the season yeah, very, very good. Yeah, with really, the, uh, yeah, it's very good. Dodgers getting, you know, Dodgers getting into the World Series and uh, the uh, big series the Yankees had against the Red Sox towards the end. A lot happened. It was a great season, the summer of 49, and the book mm. was good, too. Uh, too bad we highlighted 1948. Yeah. Michael, was that uh, the book by David Havelstan? Yeah. David Havelstan. Yes, exactly. yeah, that was going to say that, that was a great book. Okay. Great book. Yeah. Okay. How about that? How about that? So that was 1948 slash touch of 49. A couple of beep beeps. You know, there's a baseball player who plays for the White Sox, who plays for the White Sox right now. His name is Jake Berger, but the yeah. burger is B U R G E R, like a hamburger. Yeah. Like, 
I thought that was unusual. And there's a pitcher for the Red Sox. His name is Tyler Danish. <laughs> Not you, Darvish. Very Tyler Danish. Must be the food hour. <laughs> Always think about food is correct. <laughs> so we go on to this particular day or days around this day uh, in sports. That was the year, but now specifically April 21st. But before we go to the 21st, a couple of things happened on Tuesday the 19th and Wednesday the 20th, which I think make highlight. In 1929, on the 19th, Al Shack, who was known as the Friends of Baseball. Okay. He was a, uh, uh, a pitcher. Yeah. You know, he played for the Senators. And in 1929, <laughs> he shut out the A's. But Al Shack, I didn't know he was a player, but I guess he's a player. On the 20th, listen to this, in 1912, Fenway Park opens up for the mm -hmm. first time. And the Red Sox beat the New York Highlanders. <laughs> who become the Yankees, and the rivalry begins right there. Also the same year, Tiger Stadium opens. So in 1912, they had two new stadiums opening up. Uh, in 1916, on the same day, on the 20th, the Cubs play their first game in Wrigley Field, but it's not called Wrigley Field. It's called what? Who remembers? Who knows? Wake Wigman. Yeah, Friedman Park. Friedman Park, yeah. Friedman. yeah. Okay. So on this day, the 21st, 1898, Phillies have a pitcher. His <laughs> name is Bill Duggleby. D-U-G-G-L-E-B-Y. There's a beep beep right there. He hits a grand slam. As a pitcher, hits a grand slam in his very, very first time at that. Which I thought was interesting. 1904, Ty Cobb makes his debut in Major League Sports for a minor league team. But 1904, for some mm -hmm. reason, I, I thought Ty Cobb played in the 1800s. Yeah. Oh. Nope. 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 Well, nope. now you know. Now you know. <laughs> in 1910, on this day, the Cleveland Naps, which became the Indians, became the Guardians, play their very first game in a ballpark called League Park. League Park, yeah. League Park. And they lost. Uh, and at 1924, Five. There was no baseball games played. They were scheduled, but they canceled all the games in the National League on this day in 1925 because Charles Ebbets died and they had his funeral. Oh, wow. I thought that was cool. Wow. 1934, Mo Berg. And we all hear stories or heard stories about Mo Berg uh, of the Senators and a catcher sets the American League record for 117 consecutive errorless games. I guess they didn't run on him too much. I don't know. A 19, let's see, 1967, after 737 consecutive games, the Dodgers had a rainout in Los wow. Angeles. <laughs> mm -hmm. wow. Imagine going all that time without a rainout. That could be one of the reasons why they moved out there. <laughs> 19, this, this game, I'm sure you, some of you Yankee fans remember. In 1977, Billy Martin pulls a lineup out of a hat. Remember oh, yeah. that game? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they won. And they won. It worked. worked. In 1989, George W. Bush 
and Edward W. Rose become joint CEOs of the Texas Rangers. That's when he got involved. Uh, in 95, the Celtics, yeah, get away from baseball, play their final game at Boston Garden. Yeah, now it's TD. Was no in 96, tell me yeah, what's unusual no. about this. Leadoff batter Brady Anderson hits his fourth consecutive leadoff home run <laughs> to start a game. And of course, that's the year he must have hit uh, 50. 50. 50, right? 50 juice. Yep. All juiced up. In 96, on this day, the mm. Bulls had their uh, uh, end of the season with a win, and that, that's their game. They won 72 games that year. Mm. 72 and 8, Chicago Bulls. 10. 10. 10, yeah. And, 82 games that's right. And in 2012, former Met pitcher Philip Humber throws a perfect game for the White Sox. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. White Sox. Okay, that's what happened on this day and various years. And, and Fred wants it. I think we want to go right to the tribute to, to Mike Bossy. Okay. Want to go to Mike Bossy? All right. Well, as everybody knows, one of the greatest hockey players of all time, one of the greatest Islanders of all time, passed away last week, 65. Been a rough year for hockey and the, uh, and the Islanders in particular with Gene mm-hmm. Potvin, Clark Gillies, all passing away off from those great Islander teams that won four straight Stanley Cups. Bossy was drafted in 1977. He was the 15th pick of the first round. He only played 10 years because his career was cut short by back and knee injuries. In his first nine years, he had 50 goals or more, or, or more which is a, a record that was, I don't, which has not, not had by, held by many. He was also the second player in the history of the NHL. It's been done by a few plays subsequently, but to score 50 goal, at least 50 goals in 50 games, Maurice Richard was the first, and when Richard did it, it was only a 50-game season. Bossy scored in two, two years 68 goals and 69 goals in the, in the 70s and the 81. In, in 78, 79, and in 80, 81, he had 69 and 68, respectively. Scored the game-winning goal for the Stanley Cup uh, champion Islanders, clinching it in 81, 82, and 82, and 83. And he's just 573 regular season goals, 85 um, playoff goals. He won the Conn Smythe Trophy in the 81-82 season as MVP of the uh, playoffs. And he was just the, the heart and soul along with Dennis Potvin and Brian Trottier of those uh, four straight cup winning teams. Just a great player. Even if you were coming from a Ranger fan, you couldn't help but admire his playing in the ice. He decried fighting, said he would never fight. I don't think he ever did. He won the Lady Bing Trophy for sportsmanship in the NHL, which is given out. And he won and he won that uh, twice during his career. Just, a, just an overall great player. Life was cut short. His career was cut short. He died of uh, lung cancer. Oh. Thank you for that the tribute. Anybody want to add to that, Roger? Yeah, I actually had the uh, the honor of, of meeting him. My daughter uh, went to the Henry Viscardi School, and every year, you know, they always had a sports night, and he was there one time, and and I was amazed, like like uh, Fred said, you know, one of the greatest players of all time, and he's by himself. 
he's chewing on a lamb chop or something. You know, I, I walk over <laughs> and introduce myself and I, I told him, you know, my wife will kill me if I don't come over and say hi, because she's the Islander fan. I'm the Ranger fan. But, you know, I, I knew the Rangers never had a guy like this, a real sniper who could always put, you know, he's by the net, you know, the puck was going to be in the back of the net. He was that, that consistent. I mean, he was that good. And I got a few minutes just to chat with him. I mean, it was just me. No one was around. I was, I was shocked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael? I just want to say, uh, I agree with Fred. Uh, he doesn't believe, he didn't believe in fighting. And he didn't have to fight because if you yeah. looked at him funny, Maestrum or Gillis will beat the crap out of you. <laughs> that was a, kind of was a great, I'm a big Ranger fan myself. A, just a great, great Islander team year after year after year. And my highlight, I have the picture in my, uh, my son, actually my son's room, the 1979 Rangers. They played the Islanders in the playoffs. The Islanders are already a great team. And the Rangers actually beat them in the, in the semifinals. Oh. And uh, that was an all time great. That was also the season. I think that, uh, Somebody, uh, uh, John Potts, not that John, Dennis Potts fan, hit, uh, I think, Andrews Hedberg or one of those players. And uh, the fans thought it was a little dirty. And that was the origin of the Potts fan sucks. Which yeah. Yeah. Where it came from. <laughs> I think it was Ulf, Ulf Nielsen, I think, Mike. But, of course, the ice was never very good at Madison Square Garden anyway. A lot of ruts in it all the time. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. Great you. player. Great player. Sorry to see him go. That, that chance still pops up periodically. But <laughs> <laughs> some guy will whistle and the will start saying it. You know, it's amazing. No more shoot the puck, Barry. Remember that one? Uh, oh. Barry, remember that? That's Bill Chadwick. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Fred, on that tribute to, uh, to Mr. B Mike Bossy. Mike, you have your rant for the week? I'll rant. I'll rant. All right, you're uh, sponsored rant. this week by Grape Jelly. Okay. There you go. Smuckers? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can't mention names. Oh, sorry. Last week I, I mentioned if you looked at the Yankees with a half with the glass half full or completely full, you have two two great defensive catchers. You have a very good defensive third baseman. Everybody defensively are terrific and everybody has the yeah. potential to be great. And yet nowadays you hear commentators actually saying that the Yankees may not get into the playoffs. And the reason why they may not get into the playoffs, of course, are that the catchers cannot hit. They could be very, very weak hitters. The uh, third baseman, he's hitting in the 100s. He might be like a, a 240 hitter at best. Joey Gallo just may absolutely mm. think, right? <laughs> and then when you, when you look around the team, their three best players are Judge, Stanton, and LeMahieu. Two out of the three of those players are utility players, which just doesn't make sense for a team. And uh, Garrett Cole is uh, trying to morph into Carl Pavano. If you're young, <laughs> oh God, no, we're in trouble, man. So, with that being said, I'd like to end my rant with a poem by a poetess who wrote this poem called "When Too Much." <sighs> okay, and this poetess. Absolutely. Although I'm a favor, I'm in favor of everything about Aaron Judge. I really felt that the uh, the Yankee brass should never divulge the contract uh, stipulations and make Judge look very, very bad. But this poetess really has it in for all these players making all this kind of money, and the fact that a baseball player makes more than a teacher is repugnant to her. So I'd like to read this poem called. It's not. A, it's a short poem, so you won't go crazy more. It's called When Too Much Is Not Enough by Eileen Finer. 
<laughs> a ball player came up the ranks. He had all the right stuff, a proper dose of humility, but too much was not enough. They said this guy is the real deal. No smoke and mirrors fluff. He always took one for the team, while too much was not enough. Convey he played with heart and soul, even when going got tough. Said roots were planted <laughs> in one place, though too much was not enough. But lest fans judge him harshly, admittedly times are tough. Inflation soars, the market tanks, and too much is not enough. Is he needy or just greedy? Or desired to call their bluff? Or a victim of trappings of wealth when too much is not enough? Very good. Very nice. Thank you. Thank Eileen Feiner for that. I have a comment. What coal made and trout and windor, I mean, we don't write anything about them. True. Uh, so just pointing it out. <laughs> I, I, I have a comment here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, in, in general, for years and years and years, the general public has been crying and, uh, about the amount of money that these uh, athletes get. I've always said, you know, if, if somebody's offer, willing to offer me a lot of money for what I do, then that's not my fault. You know, so I would take whatever they want to pay me. One time, one job that I got, which ended up being the longest part of my career, before I took the job for a German bank, my father said to me, how much are paying you? And I said, I gave him the number. He says, anybody else want to pay you more in the market? I says, no. He says to me, he says, take the Germans' money for as long as you can. Mm. And I did for 27 years. Okay? <laughs> and when it comes to the Yankees, let's not forget 1998. Don't bury the team yet. When these guys go on the field, money becomes secondary. There's still kids out there trying to play and do their best. In 1998, the Yankees won the most games ever, right? And they started out in the West Coast one and four, and they set, everybody said they're all and done. Very early in the season to bury any team. Let's not forget that. That's my comment to you, Michael. What do you think? Michael? He's speechless. One and four they were that year on the West Coast. is the camp play. I believe that in the month of April, Major League Baseball should not play on the Northeast, key, the Northeast States. Agreed. You know, so, Danny, too cold. I'm a diehard baseball fan and a Yankee fan. Me too. I locked that out of my mind. Like today, the Yankees lost horrendously. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, when the Yankees lose a game, my day is not as good anymore. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm not happy. I know, there are, I know there are real problems in this world. I know Zelensky has a lot tougher than me. Okay? I understand all that. But the Yankees and baseball is my outlet and the other sports that I love. And that's the way it is. And I don't care how much they make. It is, it is what it is. It's just like uh, Billy Crystal in, in uh, what is it, City Slick, was it City Slickers? He yeah. sees the grass, it's green, you know, and he just loves the field. He's happy to be there. That's how I am with following baseball. Listen, I've, I've, been, I've been part of a season ticket group for over 25 years. And it broke up this year. 
So I got no season tickets this year anymore oh. for the first time in 25 years. Wow, wow, wow. You know, people don't want to put up the money anymore. It was over $20,000 to get two seats or two seats a year. 1972, I was working in May's department store. Yes. But for $2.10 an hour. <laughs> and I was there for a, a while, and they said, you're going to get a raise. Yeah. They gave me a nickel. A nickel. <laughs> yeah. wow. I said, yeah, I got a nickel. You could grow. I felt so good. I went home and told everyone, I got a nickel more. <laughs> Jesus. Six cents. By 72, I was making $7,500 a year. Well, now you're, you're, you're not all of them. In a buck right. and a half, yeah, nine months. 60, 1960, 61, a buck an hour. And I was glad to get it, but it, it didn't go that far then. Okay. Joe you, Joe, you wanted a comment. I saw you. No, I said, I, I feel for Michael. I'm the same way when the Mets lose. <laughs> I, I understand how he feels. But in general, I mean, the reason teachers don't get paid as much as baseball players or anybody who makes a lot of money is that in a capitalist society, if you make a lot of money for someone, they'll pay you. Teachers don't make money for anybody. They do it indirectly by, by teaching the next generation who will keep the society and the economy going, but it's an indirect benefit and it doesn't accrue to them. Well, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it's fair, but that's the way it works in capitalism. Aaron Judge has a talent that very, very few people have. Right, you go hit it. He's going to get paid. He's going to get paid for it. Okay. Well, all I can tell you, when I was a little boy growing up, my dad gave me an allowance, and it was a quarter. Yeah. And I was, I was delighted to get that. <laughs> and you lost it. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Michael, for that rant. Let's move on. Uh, Howie, we're up to your West Coast report. Uh, and you're sponsored by Sunglasses this week. Great. Great. What do you uh, got? Just a, first, before I begin, well, uh, I just saw uh, that uh, former uh, uh, Raider quarterback, Daryl LaMonica, has passed away. Oh, no. Oh, no. oh man. Uh, in, oh. in his hometown, Fresno. Yeah. Just a natural causes. A mad bomber. Uh, oh, yeah. mad bomber. Um, all right. Super Let's talk Bowl. about him next week. Yeah. Howie, I'll give you the honor to talk about wow. him next week. Or, or, or Raji, you want to talk about him next week? All right, I'll, I'll try. As a Raider I'm fan? Like, yeah. I'm going to be oh, in Lake Tahoe, so I don't know. All right, so Roger, you start preparing for next week. Right. That's one of the first quarterbacks. Right. What do you got, Howie, this Third week? Go ahead. Well, Sorry. this week, uh, the NBA playoffs opened, and uh, the Warriors, with, uh, with Steph Curry healthy, unleashed uh, the uh, unbelievable uh, triple guard uh, combination of Curry, Poole, and Thompson. Jordan Poole, his first two playoff games ever, scored 30 <laughs> and then 29 points. Uh, Draymond, in some cases, came was basically playing point forward. It kind of reminded me of Magic Johnson in a way. Uh, Curry scores 34 points in 23 minutes off the oh, yeah. Couldn't miss. So, what? He couldn't miss. He couldn't miss, yeah. Uh, so they they look really good. If they stay healthy, they'll be a team to contend with. Uh, so we'll, we'll see about that. The other thing that Mark had uh, given me an article about uh, the A's attendance and uh, 
at uh, the Oakland Coliseum. They're, of course, they're engaged in this whole thing about getting a new stadium and they're threatening to move to Vegas, which I predict they will. On Tuesday night, the A's attendance against the Orioles was 3,748 fans. Someone took a picture and it was like empty. And then yesterday afternoon, because of a threat of rain, that the rainstorms that started last night, the game was pushed back three and a half hours to start three o'clock. Total attendance was 2703. <coughs> oh, 2703. Did they let you move down? I wasn't there. You didn't go. <laughs> I don't go to eight games anymore. <laughs> but uh, the, the article that I that Mark mentioned was uh, that uh, that teams are, are just looking to you know to to get away to get new stadiums and all, and they're not putting much into their teams. The article that I read was the opposite, saying. Well, these cities don't support teams and the fans don't come out. But Oakland fans have been very, very loyal, despite them getting rid of selling off their players several times in the last 20 years. Uh, but they, the article mentioned uh, Miami and Tampa. Now, Miami has a new stadium. Uh, I think just baseball doesn't, doesn't, doesn't draw in Florida. And the other team that was mentioned was the Pirates. They have yeah. a beautiful stadium. Gorgeous. They don't spend, again, they don't spend money on, on the team. So, I don't know, it's kind of a mixed bag. Uh, the last thing I wanted to mention was uh, just based on what we were just talking about, uh, ball players getting paid. I'm reading this book about the 1936 to 1939 Yankees who won four straight world championships. DiMaggio comes up in 36, has a great rookie year, has even better year, 37. 38, spring training, he holds out. He wants, uh, uh, he had been paid 17,000. They offered him 25. Uh, DiMaggio wanted 40. Uh, the Yankees counted. They said, we don't even pay Garrett more than 36. You know, and DiMaggio says, I can't help it if, if Lou you know, wants to be underpaid. He holds out through <laughs> spring training, beginning of the season. For the fans send them hate mail like there's no tomorrow. The Maggio comes, signs his $25,000 contract, and the fans boo him for a lot of that year because, again, they felt, even though ball players were making a good deal more than, than players were, uh, fans were at that time, it wasn't like multi-millionaires that we deal with today. So they re and and they really would see uh, uh, the book goes into the fact that you would see like guys like uh, uh, Rizzuto or Heinrich walking up to the stadium and, and actually have have a word with them. So times were totally different then, uh, and uh, DiMaggio incurred the wrath of the fa the fans by just by holding out money that he was obviously should have been paid for that's it hmm. thank you that that. i also read that there was an article that telling the people of of oakland not to go to the ballpark did you read hmm. that they told the fans don't go to the ballpark oh, really i i didn't see that other than the article that you mentioned 
Why did they say don't go to the ballpark? Of course, they they don't, to boycott from going because uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't don't go. Everybody. But uh, talk about attendance, uh, Larry. Uh, there were 9,200 fans at Nationals Park the other day, and that was a record low. And then there were 8,000 fans in Miami for a game and 9,100 fans in Cleveland for a game. Is it maybe it's weather related or? Well, in the case of the Nationals, they have they put up they're essentially putting a, a minor league team on uh, on the field. <laughs> and that's why. <laughs> but Howard, who owns the uh, Oakland ballpark? The ballpark? Yeah. Who's the owner? Is it the, the team ballpark? or the city? I think it's the I think it's the city, not the I team. I think it's the county, isn't it? Oakland County. Yeah, Oakland, yeah. yeah, Oakland, yeah. Uh, the team doesn't own it. Okay, uh, Fred, you want to add to that? Yeah, I just want to say I think about the Nationals the other day. I think that the nine thousand was in an afternoon game, and it was a made-up game from the night before. For, so it wasn't a scheduled game. That's true. Was, you know, day-night doubleheader. So I mean. To me, nine thousand wasn't a wasn't a bad crowd for a game that was just decided they weren't that wasn't on the schedule. Right. I wonder how many the Mets had for game one the other day. I don't know. They, they anyone said, see those numbers? They, they said for game two it was twenty seven thousand. But the Mets had a real double header, right? Yeah, they, yeah. there was a real yeah. double header. There weren't that many people header. there at the three at the start of three o'clock. Three o'clock game, yeah. 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 That was nice to Howie. see, actually. It was quite quite cold. Yeah. yeah, and well, you know what? Tuesday, they, right? Uh, it was Howie. We, we had both games televised out here locally because the Giants were playing, and uh, it was quite empty. But there was—I read something about if the fans of the game that was raining out the night before wouldn't be able to come to uh, the next day's game. Right. They they say it would be in the future. Right. So what you had was either walk up, pretty much walk up sales or. People coming early for the second game. But, you know, in the city, in. the kids are off this week from yeah. schools. You would think they would want to jump to that one. But, again, the weather, too. It was freezing yeah. that day to sit through two games. Yeah. You're a kid. You know, <laughs> parents yeah. may say, I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> if I'm not going, you're not going. No, let's, move on. let's move on to Larry from Fairfax, Virginia, story <laughs> of the week, talking about the NHL. So, Larry, you're up. You're sponsored by Clothespins. <laughs> wow. wow. My story this week is entitled, What is Special About NHL Games? There are four main aspects of the NHL games that separate it apart from other major sports. Number one, speed of the game. The NHL games offer slap shots and fast-paced continuous flow, certainly speedier than the games of MLB and the NFL. Number two, fighting tolerated more. Fighting is a regular part of the hockey game. In most sports, fighting will definitely get you ejected from the game. In hockey, it usually involves several minutes in the penalty box. Number three, the insane playoff format. <laughs> the NHL players are the most grueling of all the major sports. <laughs> In order to become a champion in this league, you must survive four rounds of taxing, back-breaking playoffs. On top of playing three, uh, three times per week over seven months 
to complete an 82 regular game season. And my favorite, number four, the endless lingo. If you've ever spoken to a hockey player, you know very well just how hilarious hockey lingo is. For example, the word apple means assist. Barn burner, a high scoring game. Biscuit, the puck. Bread basket, the goalie's chest. Chirp, trash talk. And send in the penalty box. As you can see, hockey has a language all its own and requires a dictionary to understand it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. Uh, Fred, you want to comment on yeah, that? Yeah, let me, I, I think, can I add one more lingo to Larry's story? Yes. Five hole. Yeah, yeah. five hole. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Right between the, between goal, the legs. Goal, between the oh, goalie's great. legs. Oh, okay. right between the Very good. Right. Very good. Nice story there. Good story, Larry. Okay. Let's move on. Um, I want to go back to, to baseball because a lot happened in baseball this past week we didn't touch upon. First of all, did anyone go to any Met games uh, when they were home last weekend? Not a single one you guys went. Well, they uh, on Friday when they had their home op opener, did you watch it on TV when they unveiled the Tom Seaver statue? Yeah. I didn't get to it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was what a huge statue that was. And it was I, was shocked. I was shocked to see Nancy Seaver, how she's aged. Yeah. yeah oh my yeah, that's what happens oh. when you're 75 80. Five, yeah. you know you close your eyes and you think of you think so of Mark, tom pitching years ago and you always think of nancy and she, there she is with her two daughters and she could hardly walk anymore so are we going to go on a field trip to watch the mets and see uh we, we the uh, statue that. yeah we could do that right Sounds like a plan and take, <laughs> take pictures I got, yeah i got that's a replica right, we'll i got pictures. a replica of it at home yeah you know, and back course, in the day, they all lived near me in Bayside. Uh, Seaver and Zapota and Ryan and Kuzman. Kuzman lived down the block from me. They all lived near us. Yeah. Yeah. We, we yeah. can all yeah. go and, uh, yeah. and and listen to Larry yeah. sing. Yeah. Right? Jer Jerry Grody lived in Glen Oak <laughs> at the time, too. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 But um, then they had the Jackie Robinson Day. Mm. Everybody That's was the same wearing day. Uh, the 42... With they and they put the Dodger blue on the numbers. That's how they did the Dodger. And the movie blue. was on TV. Hmm. Yeah, the movie was on TV. Yeah. It was on TV. The original one, nineteen fifty. Right. Did anybody yeah. see the movie? Did you see who was in that movie? Believe it or not, remember the Mickey Mouse Club, Jimmy? Right. The one <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. He's in the movie. He plays a uh, a scout from uh, from UCLA who signs. Uh, Jackie Robinson up. I said, holy cow, look at that. Yeah, he Jimmy does. Uh, Roger. Mark, it was funny during that uh, Mets home opener. Uh, and, you know, everyone is wearing 42. And I think the Diamondbacks put in a picture and the scoreboard is showing, you know, one picture of who it is. Mm -hmm. And the announcers are saying, no, that's not him. <laughs> right. It was yeah. complete confusion. I think the umpires had it under control, but it was a lot of confusion. The picture, you know, looked similarly. So right, right, yeah, right. No names. Everyone with the same number. You know, right, right, right. Yeah. They show like, who is who is that? And you don't, and you don't see the names in the back, right? Right, right. Looks right. like him. I think it's you know. It's like, and you, you saw that the, Luis, Luis Guillaume shaved his full beard. Yes. Did yes. you see him? He looks yeah, like a yeah, bar mitzvah yeah. boy now. That's very young. He looks big beard, yeah. So like Johnny Damon did. The Yanks. Yeah, he looks completely different. Hey guys, speaking of the umpires that are miked, 
Did anybody notice? I think it was on the Yankee game. Was it yesterday, day before yesterday? Yeah. There was a, there was a, an appeal that was turned over, yeah. and the umpire said Houston didn't. Yeah. The, the umpire forgot what city he was in. No, no, you know why? Because AJ Hinch is the manager. He forgot that he's managing the Tigers. I think. Yeah, yeah. But it's, 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 instead of saying the Detroit didn't, didn't win the appeal, it said Houston. Yeah. God, yeah. That was very funny. I saw it. Yeah. Told you umpires be, uh, don't know uh, where the umpires. And then on, on Saturday, the Mets had a, like an honored weekend here. They honored yeah. Gil Hodges uh, for ma making the Hall of Fame. And I believe in, in Los Angeles, they made a statue, a Gil Hodges statue. Is that right, Howie? I don't know. You know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a statue Just there. say yes. Yeah, his whole family was there. And... Uh, very nice. That's nice that they honored Gil. And then on Sunday, they honored um, Jay are. Horowitz. Yes. They Wait, named the yeah, uh, the press, uh, uh, press yeah, box, press box after him. Like I thought that, that yeah. was pretty good. I heard it. it was a very nice ceremony, I heard. Nice ceremony. Yeah, nice my son guy. was there. Nice my son guy. was there. He told me about it. And did you realize the other day when the Mets had a double? Did you, any guys think about this? Because I thought about it right away. The Mets yeah, had a double header a couple of days ago. Right. And both games were nine officially nine in right. seven right. 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 One went to ten. One went one to ten. Went to ten. Yeah, went to ten. The first game. And they first had day. the ghost runner, and the ghost yep. runner won the game, you know. Right. Right. But, right. Uh, What's the process there? Seven innings for the first game and nine. No, no not anymore. In the tenth, they used that designated run. Just this year, but yeah, nine. They had a ghost runner. Yeah, yeah. Um what? And uh, the Mets, I thought this was an interesting story. The Mets have this like minor league who came up. Uh, I think Brandon Nimmo had uh, COVID symptoms over the yeah. weekend. Yeah. So he couldn't right. play. He was on the special list. He's back now. But they brought up this kid, Nick Plummer. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. And so when he came up to play, you know, people were thinking, what's his going to be his walk-up song? <laughs> and you remember the song from Mario Brothers? Okay. Remember Mario uh, Brothers, the yeah, video no. game? The game no. That's it. That was his walk-up song. I remember the music. I don't remember you the song. You have to hear that. Can you That's hum a couple of bars? No, I can't. Yeah. And how many people on. switching gears here, going to the Yankees? How many people liked Carlos Beltran? Because he debuted last weekend, Yankees in Baltimore. He what did. did you think about him in the booth? He was there. Yep. Oh no, I didn't see that. No, he I will, I will oh, tell you, I personally am surfing baseball, not watching a lot of it. It's just so boring. Yeah, I've been watching the NBA playoffs. A lot of game, a lot of game time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, someone on the radio Fuck. brought up a point. Milton had a question. Has, has a question. You know, I got on late, so I don't know if you discussed it. Would you? Did anybody discuss uh, what they wore Cabrera today in the ninth inning? Yeah, we brought yeah. that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I just want to tell you, he played for Miami, right, in two thousand two. Right, beat the Yankees. Yeah. I remember watching him. He was terrific. He was twenty years old, I believe. Right. Yeah. Big strong man. He yeah. hit the home run. He made great catches in the outfield. He looked a lot thinner than he looks now. Yeah. I don't think Not he was ever thin. If I close thinner. my eyes and think of him, I think of a chubby boy. Thinner. 
<laughs> no, no. Much more muscular. Um, they brought this up on the radio the other day, and uh, they explained it. They said the pitchers can't use sticky stuff, but batters can. Yes. Hold on to the bat. The pine tar, right? Yeah, pine tar. Yeah, they brought that up and they explained it really. But the pine tar can't go up too high, or else you run into a George Right, that's right. I still remember that. He was so mad. He came storming out of that. He showed that every now and then. Who gave up the home run? Who gave up the home run? Quick, 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 quick. And uh Nesta Cortez is pitching very well for the Yankees, huh? 12 strikeouts, baby. Yeah. He's, He's their ace. ace. And, and, and didn't he have an immaculate inning this week? Yeah, he, he did. did. Yes. He did. Yeah. He's the yeah. Man. Did you hear the story about the ball though? Right. The catcher, Higashioka, threw the ball from that immaculate into the stands. Oh. Right. Because he had a right. habit, and they, they, they got three. it back, though. <laughs> I think they got the ball back. Yeah, Garrett Cole got it back, and he signed, gave the person who signed it a, a signed autograph ball. Yeah. Hey, uh, do you remember on the Yankees, Whitey Ford always had a bad first inning. That was the worst inning that he, whenever he pitched. And then somebody decided to have him warm up a lot earlier. Right, right. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't do that with Cole or any of sure. these other guys that have yeah, a bad have first trouble, inning. Trouble in the beginning, yeah. You know, Ford would warm up with a guy at bat and before he got, before the inning even started. And then he didn't have a problem with that. But he was bad in the first. That was, what do you think, Roger? Yeah. Roger? No, I, I agree with you, Milk. My, my impression from watching, like, Gibson and Seaver, and guys, <laughs> that first inning was the only time you could really get these guys until they settled down, got into yeah. a rhythm. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes guys – get them early. Yeah, sometimes they're early. unstoppable in the bullpen. They come in and they get shelled. You know, you, you yeah. never know how it's going to You know, to add to that, I think Cole is yeah. like a student of the game, literally a student of the game. He'll figure it out. And he'll yeah. put his act yeah. together. I you think he has that. seven more years on his contract. They're hoping right. he gets it. I think I think it's more mental than anything with him now. Yeah. Really, he might have been cheating all along, <laughs> and that was just, you know. Can't you know? He came up with the Pirates. He wasn't a super pitcher. No, no, no. no. Only when he went to Houston. Went to Houston. I, yeah, the spider attack. You mean uh, you mean that team that is very honest? It came in second. That yeah. Well, a couple more stories. First of all, on Monday, this past Monday, Boston finally had their uh, Patriots Day game, which right. I always look for them, the Boston Marathon. Right. They had that yeah. eleven o'clock game, the first time they had it since COVID, which is cool. And did any of you guys watch the ABC Evening News last night at no. six thirty with David Muir? Oh. Well, last night we were watching this, and you get that also in, in, in Fairfax? Yes. David Muir, yeah. ABC, that's national news, yes, right? Yeah. How will you get that too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So about 6.40, he's given all the stories, which I think is fabulous. He says we have a, something, something just happened. 
everyone in the Capitol building is being evacuated. Right. We're right. going to get more about this in a second. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Everyone's being evacuated. We've got a commercial to come back. And uh, then they put the, the correspondent who was, oh, she's Cecilia Vega. She's everywhere. That girl. And uh, she says, no, it's uh, it's false alarm. Supposedly paratroopers or parachute troopers were falling out of a plane and landing in Nationals Park. That's yeah. right. That's right. what was flying above. Yeah. They were coming out and they didn't know what it was. And that was yep. the false alarm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nancy Pelosi was up in arms about that. <laughs> there was nothing going on in, in the in the Capitol building, but whoever was there had to leave. Apparently, the, 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 the police was not advised of what, what was going to happen. You know, the, the, uh, the, the, you know, the, I guess the National uh, Police for, for Washington, D.C., was not advised of the permit. They knew, but how come they, how they, come they, they evacuated know, they, the Capitol? They didn't know about it. They didn't, oh, know, they didn't about know about it. They didn't know about it. They didn't know about it. Okay. Lack of well, communication. What's new in Washington? False alarm, yeah. yeah. And there was a very interesting story uh, that, that Joe Madden this week, the Angels manager, walked Corey Sager with the bases loaded. Right. Oh. Go ahead, Roger. That's the ultimate compliment, Mark, getting walked with the bases loaded. Yeah, it's a very fun <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. It, it didn't work because they did okay. go on and score three runs that inning, but uh, he walked the bases loaded, a run came in, and then the inning continued. But he's known for doing wacky things, that Joe Madden. But and I now, and now Shohei Otani comes up. And I'll tell my story, and then uh, I know Larry wants to talk about the anti-Shohei Otani story. Uh, first of all, yesterday... He was the starting pitcher for the Angels, batting first, like he always is, right? Yeah. And they go around, they scored six times, and it was the first time ever a pitcher came to bat twice in the first inning before ever taking the mound. Mm. I don't know how they find these statistics. <laughs> anyway, Larry wants to talk a little bit about Shohei. I promised him some airtime. So what do you got there, Larry? Uh, last year, as you know, Tani received the AL MVP award when Guerrero Jr. was mo more deserving, in my view. Guerrero Jr. had 48 home runs, a 311 batting average, and knocked in 111 runs, while Otani hit 46 home runs with a 257 batting average and 100 RBIs. Pitcher Ray got the ALC Young Award with his 2.82 ERA. Otani's was 3.18. In the future, I submit that Otani should be judged separately for his hitting and pitching. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We talked about that last year. and I, I thought both of them were worthy of the MVP award. Well, they could have both gotten it. They should have both got, but they yeah. vote. <laughs> they vote. It's a, it's a voting. Like seventy nine, Mark. <laughs> right. There was a, yeah. a, a Stargell and Hernandez, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. But we did talk about that. Um, the Mets, Buck Showalter, off to uh, a great start, of course. Um, he pulled a funny, uh, strange play the other day. I don't know if you guys saw this one. It was first and third. And the batter hit Smith. a sack, sack fly. Right. And they, 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 he might have left a tad early. 
And the pitcher was going to, when time was in, to put the appeal play on and if he'd be called out. But before he was able to do that, the runner on first was instructed to start to steal second base in the middle of nothing. Right, running, running. And once they make a play on the runner going from first to second, and of course he was tagged out, they can't go back and do the appeal. I play. thought he was safe. So he, so he stole safe, the run. He stole. But they yeah, could have called him out. Also, Smith was safe. He left. The guy caught it. He was gone. Okay, I thought that was a cute. Yeah, that's clever. But it uh, is. It's very good. Very. Did you see what he did in the in the tenth inning? Did you see what he did in the tenth inning of the of the game that they won against the Giants? I'm not quite. You know, you think the double switch Mm. happens doesn't happen again? Right with Nimmo. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Can you explain that better, Alan? Because I'm not sure I understand what what he did. I know what what he did. Sure, was pinch hitting. Right. And instead of he told him he is specifically going in for the number nine position, right. which was the last out. Right. And he started running. He started the ghost runner. Right. So he, had a, so he had a faster runner at second, right? Nito went into catch. Right. That's good really too. ahead of it. That's, yeah. and it's, it's paying off. It's paying off. Yeah, Steinbrenner was crazy for letting him go. I mean, it made no sense. Yeah. Yeah. In the 95 season. Yes. Yeah. 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 So let's see if it continues. It's like I said, I've been saying it's only two weeks into the season. Right? We're going crazy. <laughs> right. it's better, Mark, it's better than three and ten. Yes. yes. <laughs> and Starley Marte, talk about him again. He gave Jeff McNeil a Rolex white watch as like payment uniform exchange. for giving mm-hmm. him his uniform number. <laughs> Marte wanted McNeil had it. The deal was made. McNeil took number one uh, from Jonathan Villar. What happened to Jonathan Villar? I don't know. I I thought he had a fabulous year. I liked him. He he signed with the Cubs. He did sign with the Cubs. Guys, what other player gave another player a Rolex watch? Definitely it was. A-Rod gave it to Jeter. A-Rod gave it to Jeter. All right, we're moving over. And then uh, let's see what else happened. Uh, Juan Soto. Hmm. Boy, can you see him in a a, a Met or a Yankee uniform one day? Yeah. When his contract is up. Can you see him? He had a home run in Pittsburgh. Um, He's in that. And the ball landed in the Allegheny River. Uh (laughs) Wow. But not on a fly. Okay. (laughs) He hit it in the stands. And wow. went down one of the runways <laughs> and, the, and went right out into the river. <laughs> but they said he hit a ball into the Allegheny River. Huh? The Yankees supposedly are all uh, vaxxed up to go play in Toronto. Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. Mm-hmm. They said everyone, everyone got the vaccination, even the people who we assume uh, were not. So that, that was <laughs> well, good to hear that. And... Uh, Talking about baseball and Blue Jays, Buck Martinez, popular announcer, former major league player, uh, is leaving due to cancer. Mm. He's going to be taking treatment. Mm. Buck Martinez, popular voice. Popular voice, yeah. All right. Um, Let's see what else we have. 
we can move on from baseball and go to other sports because I have some a lot of baseball stuff here, but I'm going to hold that. Early in the season, Mark. Yeah. It's early, I know. Uh, yeah. You want to talk? Howie, go ahead. Then we'll go to basketball, Fred. Yeah. I, I, we were just talking about salaries and we're talking about the A's putting up a minor league team. I checked their top salary. The top <laughs> salary is shortstop Elvis Andrus, who's been in the league for like a decade. He makes $7 million. The next salary is Frankie Montes, who pitcher will probably be traded at the trade deadline. He makes five million. So these are the top salaries of the Oakland A's. Yep. yep. Wow. I think the Dodger Bat Boy makes the same amount. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> what about Buster Posey? What was he making? I don't know. I don't know. Might have to look it up. Okay. You miss him? <laughs> you miss him? Sure. Buster? Yeah. Always. Hall of Fame in five years? Hall of Famer in five years? Yeah. Yeah, comes up five years. Pretty cool. All right, Fred, why don't we go on to uh, the NBA? All right, well, the the NBA, of course, the top story is the NBA playoffs and focused here on the Nets being down two games to nothing to the Celtics. And they lost game one on a last-second shot, but they they didn't – I mean, it may have been on a last-second shot, but the game was – lost beforehand they got outscored 56 to 32 in the paint mm-hmm. they played terrible defense on the last possession the possession before that and the last possession and the celtics are celtics are a better team they really hand handcuffed kevin durant i mean he scored 27 last night but but that was again, 18, 18 out of 20 from the foul line they triple teamed him every time he got for 10 in the third quarter yeah. Celtics are playing very smart basketball, and I I thought the Celtics would win in seven. I don't I don't know if the Nets can win two games in in Brooklyn. I think the Celtics no. are a better team. Yeah, and I, and I think the Celtics now are going to win this series, maybe in five or six. I think they're just a far far superior team. And okay. Simmons, better and coaching. Simmons, the, the, the hero guy hasn't played in the game in a year. He's going to come and save the day. Right. And they have better yeah, coaching. Coach. Better coaching. That's right. For they sure. have better coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Defense. Just better, better coaching is right. Mm-hmm. What's surprising me? There's a few things surprising me in the playoffs. One, very shocked that New Orleans beat Phoenix in Game Two, mm. and Phoenix is out. <laughs> Their best player, Devin Booker, I think, is going to miss mm-hmm. at least two, two games. Yeah, and that series is tied one-one. That would, could be a big upset. I was really New surprised. Orleans got very hot. I know they couldn't. And that's Zion. And, and Zion. Yes, that's another. Uh, Zion Williamson reminds me of a guy. I hope it's not going to be true, but he reminds me of you guys might remember Greg Oden of Ohio State several years ago. Highly tattered, came in, always injured, and I think lasted maybe two or three years in the NBA. Number that one was, draft pick. Right, number one draft pick at Ohio State. Yeah, I was really Brooke, surprised. Brooke to miss two, three weeks. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, is it is it that serious? That's what it says here. Yeah. I was really I was a little bit surprised how easily Golden State handled Denver. I thought Denver would be much more competitive. I, I didn't even see too much of those games. I just look, just looking at the scores. How we did they were were they really out Curry, out them as a Curry buried them. Curry they buried them. The not only Curry, but the whole team was shooting great. And they yeah. were they were manhandling uh Jokic. Uh, who who got kicked? Who got two technicals? Got thrown out of the game. But <laughs> I don't blame them. They were manhandling him. Mm-hmm. They weren't calling fouls. 
I would call canals on him. I I felt for him, even though I was rooting for the Warriors. I don't know if any of you guys saw last night, but Joel Embiid made a unbelievable three point shot with eight tenths of a second in overtime. They replayed it. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turn- and Philadelphia up three games to nothing against Toronto. Yeah, well, that's good. Somebody has to worry about vaccine. Surprising. Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota manhandled or beat Memphis fairly easily in, in the in the first game, and and Memphis came back and destroyed them in game two. And the and the Bulls got a game against the Bucks last night, so that series is tied one one. As is Utah and Dallas. So it's a competitive series. The Nets got to win two games in. Uh, in, in Brooklyn, if they have any chance, but I think it's I think the Celtics are going to do it. I think they're just the better team. They are. And, and, and the big note in college basketball was Jay Wright retiring. Yeah. yeah. Right. And the new yeah. coach is Carl Neptune, who left Villanova to take over Fordham for a year. So now Fordham oh, needs really? a new coach. Sorry, and, any and, 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 and the other thing in, in college basketball, the second major a guy from Kentucky, Oscar, what's his last name? Robinson. No, no, Chwab, <laughs> the player of the year, said he's coming back for his senior year. So, so there's been a couple of guys who have been was saying they're coming back for the senior year. Two guys on Duke said they're leaving. Um, the guy um, – Banchero. Banchero and another yeah. guy named David Williams. Williams. Right. So that's the basketball playoffs continue. Yeah. I, I love watching the NBA playoffs. I think it's great. It's exciting. Fred, you got any comments on the $50,000 fine? Kyrie? Irving? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I know. It's the thing. From the point of view, like, you know, yeah. I was listening to Michael Kay and he said, yeah. he said a $50,000 fine based on the money that he makes. Right. It's like, no. To somebody who's making $66,000 a year in New York and getting a party ticket. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, it has absolutely no effect on him. Right. Was, yeah. that, be- was that because of what he said to the fan? Is that what no, he said? the fan. That, that and, and, and uh, uh, and, and, and gestures he made. Yeah, the birds. But, but the best way to shut him up is last night they held him to ten points and played yeah. good. I mean, I mean, last night if it wasn't for Bruce Bruce Brown and um and and, and Drogic off the bench, they would they were their best players last night. Yeah, they were their best players last night. Scotty Pippen's son. Yeah, from Vanderbilt's coming out. Uh, he's he's going to be playing on the uh, going for the NBA draft. Try, right. Leading at SC score this year. Yeah, he's a very good player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else you got? Well, in, in, in hockey, we're coming down. The Rangers got five games left. They're tied with Carolina for first place. But it, it's interesting, though. I think in Larry Brooks' column, he said they, they might have to play the Boston. If they finish first, they might have to play the Boston Bruins <laughs> or Washington. In the first round, and those two teams might be thinks might be a better team than Pittsburgh, which is the third place team, and, and who they would play if they finished second. So he's in the notion that they may be better off if they don't finish first. <laughs> yeah. so, but but who knows the, the way the way the NHL is set up with these with these wild card and the playoffs, <laughs> you know, just just let them play play their games and. And, and see what happens, but they're really playing great. They have three straight shutouts. I think they, for the, they're going tonight for their fourth straight shutout against the Islanders. First time they haven't done that since I think it said in the paper. I think 1930s or 1940s, four shutouts in a row. They seem to be peaking at the right time. 
and hopefully they'll do well in the playoffs. For the Vizina Trophy, for the Vizina Trophy, right? Is that an automatic? No, it used to it used to be the team with the least goals scored against. But several years ago, they changed it to a, to a vote. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's voted upon. Shesterkin is is certainly a contender for that. The Rangers right. as a team are a contender for it. Right. 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 I think it goes to a team, not not necessarily one goal, one goalie. You know what I worry about? What's that, regards, Michael? What I what I worry about in regards to tonight's game. Yeah. Uh, during the course of the season, it appears the Islanders have the Rangers' number, and they beat them yeah. a number of times. And you just wonder if the Islanders beat the Rangers handily tonight, the other teams will start to uh, take a look at what the Islanders have been doing to beat the Rangers. And who the heck knows? Maybe the Rangers will have more difficulty if uh, other teams play the way the Islanders have been playing against them. Awesome. You're right. That's true. Stephen, you wanted to say something? Yeah. Didn't the Ovechkin got his 50th goal? I think he yeah. tied boxing, right? Yeah, I think for so. the nine seasons of fifty goals. Yeah, yeah. I want to play him. Yeah, he's good. He's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Roger. Thirty-six at thirty-six. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think you think he's gonna uh, catch Gretzky. No, no, no. Chris Kreider got his fiftieth goal for the Rangers too. Right, that's right. And he, I think wow. he needs four, four more goals to tie. Um, How many more games they have? Rangers have five left. Still have five games. And, like and they the, have like the season point. that never ends. Right. Yeah. No, no, it's only because of the, the Olympics, because originally right. they were going right. to play in the Olympics. So they, 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 they extended the season because they put in that, they had that three week um, stoppage in, in February and built in the schedule. Right. I mean, they, they played games then that were COVID canceled, yeah. but there weren't any really regularly scheduled games for those couple yeah. of weeks. Roger, it's you want right. to say something? Yeah. Roger? <laughs> you gonna say something? I think, I think I think Michael does. Oh, right. Michael does. Yeah, right. Uh, looking at things with rose-colored glasses, if the Rangers yeah. do win the cup, when would the parade be held? <laughs> That's a good question. Some, let's see. The season ends April 2024. April. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe in time. Maybe in time for training camp next year. Yeah. No, no, probably sometime on a play. It's going to go into July because. Season yeah. ends the 29th, so they would start the playoffs, what, a few days after? First week in May, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. By the end of June. But I'm going <laughs> to put my two cents in. It can't be on a Thursday. <laughs> It'll be earlier than 4 o'clock. Afternoon. <laughs> I was there in 94, and it sure was great. Yeah. I, yeah. I have again. a couple of other things to add for the basketball, if Go you ahead. didn't notice. Ahead, the Suns, what are they, 1-1 one, one right now? 1-1, yeah. 1-1. One, one, yeah. one, one. They're 48 and 0 when they're leading after three quarters. Hmm. I had to check the the the, uh, the box score the other day when they yeah. lost to the uh, the Pelicans, but they were they were down. Um, they were, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Pelicans were down. Um, the draft, the NBA yeah. draft is the 19th, um, and uh, the, the, actually the draft lottery. Yeah, the, the, Knicks, the Knicks are going to pick 12. They have a 2% chance of getting the top pick. Wait, aren't the Knicks? I thought the Knicks are going to pick to 12th or 11th. 12th? I got 12th over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, because they won their last game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they screwed themselves, right? And then there was a controversy with this uh, HBO show, The Winning Times. Oh, you guys yeah. read about that and Jerry West, he's, how they depicted him, and he's yeah, really he's suing. 
No, I didn't see that. Yeah. So they, yeah. The, the series on HBO called <laughs> Times about the Lakers in the oh. 70s and 80s. Yeah. yeah. They have oh, West portrayed as an out of control, intoxicated rage alcoholic. Yeah. Mm. I talked to Ron about this. I doubt that. Yeah. Uh, he may sue. He's he was great him. distress to what? Jerry and his family. He has backings from Jab Jabbar, Michael Cooper. Mike right. Kupchak, Steve, your friend. Mitch Kupchak, sorry. Uh, and they signed a letter, uh, you know, saying, you're wrong. <laughs> and here's another Syracuse note uh, for you, Stephen. They're going to read the carrier dome. Yeah. Yeah, someone's going to take the rights. They don't have, they don't know who it is. Maybe a JMA wireless company. Yeah. yeah. That's the rumor right now, but they're not officially uh, stating it. On a bit of a personal note, uh, 22 years ago, I was in the hospital during the um, NBA and NHL playoffs. I was there for 64 days. I got out on really? June 9th, and <sighs> it was the playoffs that kept my mind at ease doing and, and attentive for 64 consecutive days in the hospital and three operations uh, uh, was the one thing that kept me with some degree of sanity <laughs> was the last great year that the Knicks had when they went far <laughs> in the year 2000 and, and of course the NHL playoffs that went into a I, I think a seventh game <laughs> and there was one in uh, like double overtime by Colorado if I'm not mistaken yeah. um, and unfortunately after watching I watched every single game until two, three o'clock in the morning, whatever was televised live. And during the NHL last game, the winning goal, I fell asleep. <laughs> and then I woke up and I saw Colorado won, you know. But anyway, it kept my sanity. So the value to me of uh, the NHL and the NBA playoffs um, has a soft spot for me, and I, I enjoy watching it. Anyway, that's my personal note. There you go. A couple of more hockey notes that I had here. Uh, Marshawn Lynch and oh, Grammy crack. Award winner Macklemore. I don't, I don't even know this person is. I've invested right. in the Seattle Kraken. So yeah. They're putting their money on the, uh, the right. Seattle team. And the Red Wings, their Zamboni oh, driver. Did you hear this one? Yes, oh. I saw that yeah. today. He's been a yeah. Zamboni driver for 51 yeah, years. Yeah. He, he, they caught him urinating. In a drain, uh, I guess nobody was there, but where the ice melts, there's a drain there. You know the rest of the story, though? Supposedly, he has a urinating yeah. problem. Prostate problem. That got me out of jury duty one time. The judge wanted to put me on a, on a jury. I said, listen, uh, Your Honor, yeah. I, I urinate a lot. Yeah. So the judge said, it's a lot. Yeah. I said, I got a year in every 15, 20 minutes. All right, discharge, go home. Yeah. No. And he said he couldn't get to a restroom in time. And so how was your discharge? I didn't think anybody there. I had the same problem, and I just try to be discreet. You know, I have a, a piss cup in my car, and I'm very, very careful, right? And uh, I had the operation over the summer, and then I had to do the operation again. And uh, I feel so sorry for this guy. I hope he has a good lawyer. 
You know, he's a suit of crap out of a red. Fifty-one he, years on the job, so how, he must be in his seventies. But but he's sixty-eight. Okay. And Mark, you know but, what he's but, famous for? But, range. but but not only was he his Zamboni driver, but when they would throw octopus on on the, on, the, on, on, on on the ring, he was the one um, who picked up the octopus. What a guy! What a guy! Him around, yeah. What yeah. a guy. Okay. Anybody want to add to that story? I have a couple of football notes. Draft next week. What do you think about this Debo Samuel possibly coming to the Jets? <laughs> Can they pull this off? First of all, do you want him? Sure. Yeah. What a player. Are you a Jet fan? Doesn't yeah. matter. He's in New York. Be in New you know, York. he, he got, his, he got his, uh, his stardom as being like a uh, receiver and a runner, and he point blank says, I don't like running. Is that uh, why he wants that? That's not the money. The money is in the receiving. The, money the, the money, the money, the <laughs> money. Yeah. He wants to be up? known as a receiver, and that's where the money is. What but are you the, giving up, Mark? That's the question. Tenth round pick. The him? tenth round pick. What tenth? You mean the tenth pick at all? You mean the tenth, tenth, pick, the tenth, the tenth pick, pick in the draft? <laughs> and they'll probably give him something else. They're oh, not give not giving away that fourth pick. No, don't give that away. He could. He can for the tenth pick and some other things involved. Maybe. Yeah. The 10th pick, because if I would take they him. might be getting receiver. Yeah. Throwing that they'll choose throw receiver. Mike White also. <laughs> 49 is my need a quarterback. Mike 49 is need a quarterback, right, Howie? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he wants an extension of $25 million. That's what he wants. Yeah. Uh, the, the, 49ers, the 49ers need to recoup draft, draft picks for after yeah. uh, Lance from last year. So right. they, they, they don't have a yeah. first-round pick, right, Howie? I don't think so. No. This guy but better be number ten pick. They could have number ten pick. Yeah. Want the thing is, you won't get you won't get the Debo Samuel who's been playing for the Niners. His yeah. big threat was he either can run or pit. If he doesn't right. like to run, then you're not getting. That's the play. right. Right. Uh, that, that was that was this whole thing. Right. 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 So we'll see what happens. That was the big story today. The Packers signed Sammy Watkins. I don't know if he's over the hill already, but they need a receiver yeah. to replace the Devontae yeah. Adams. Um, what else happened in football? It's just that the dra- they're all talking about the drafts. The draft. Draft. Right. The draft. 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 Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield may go to the Panthers. Let him go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mel Kiper Jr. The, the draft Remote. guru. He lives for this. He's Remote. unvaccinated, and now so he's, he's got to work house. out of his home. Right. Oh. Sure he's really, I don't know why you don't take the shot. No, he said, he said something about he's got some medical condition that he can't. Is that right? No, that was in yesterday's papers. He says, I have a medical issue that I can't take to get vaccinated. You know, left it at that. There are people, There, there is, there yeah. are some. I, I can't see that he would lie about it. He lives for this. This is right. his whole career on this one right. event. So why would that's right? Why, no. Right. Any of you guys it's watch him on TV? It must have been last week. They had like a Zoom meeting with like three or four different people, and he was one of the four people. And they had someone, the moderator, and I'm not sure what they were talking about, but someone disagreed with him. Uh oh. He got up and left the Zoom meeting. Yeah. <laughs> they, they quickly probably... ran to a commercial and somehow they coaxed them back to the Zoom meeting. Probably disagreed he got about, upset. about his analysis about what 
you know, about a player, whether it's somebody who's good or, you know, somebody. He, he's a stickler on what he says and he believes everything he says is, is uh, God. I don't does know. He actually, does he actually see these? He doesn't really see these play. I mean, let's, let's see, does he study the film with all these guys? Probably don't know how to do That's all he does. That's yeah, I mean, right, right. but considering yeah. all these others now who are predicting and who are doing yeah. mock drafts, if I were Mel Kuyper Jr., I would just sit there, I would smile, I would set the disagreement because he's made his career right. doing this. So why would yeah. he why, they why like him and ESPN hires him? ESPN's yeah. paying so don't him. Sabotage yourself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he lives for this. So we'll see what happens. Every day is a different mock draft. You know that. Every day yeah. is another mock draft and it's different from the day before. Right. Yeah, like like the, the the post every week for the last few weeks, they've had a bunch for the Giants and Jets. Every time, every time it's different. You know, <laughs> no they do all the rounds. The crap shoots. They came out yesterday that Dwayne Haskins <laughs> died being hit twice on the highway because Ooh. he was going for gas. Yeah. You believe that story? I don't believe that story. Let's get him an AAA subscription. <laughs> a little late for that. Yes. Any of you guys watch the USFL last weekend? Who Why no. would I? No. 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 Friday night, the generals were playing. They lost. But it was on two channels, channel four and channel five. And, and NBC. And your yeah. point? I, I was, I wasn't, it wasn't too thrilling. I don't know. Right, exactly. Yeah. They have special rules. Uh, you could have a three-point conversion after a after a uh, a touchdown if you make a play from the ten-yard line. That's one of their rules. Anybody watch the Freddie Mercury special? That's more interesting. No, I didn't watch that. Yeah, the only thing I saw, the only thing I saw in the standings, the South beat the North at all four games. Yeah, yeah. One league, one division is four and zero. Yes, one division, so one Where's four. Robert E. Lee when you need him? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it was nice that uh, well, I think it's nice that uh, the the Wimbledon uh, tennis tournaments, Manny Russians and Belarusian. They are good. They don't uh, have tournament. Choice. Good. And oh, the number geez. two player in the world is a Russian. Medvedev. Medvedev. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a defending U.S. champion. He is not allowed to play. Maria Sharapova is pregnant. He lost the gene. Sharapova's pregnant. That's right. <laughs> I saw that one. It's over here, but I left it out. Good for her. Good for her. All right. Anybody else have any more sports to say before we go to questions? How about questions. the Masters? What about the Masters? That was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. All news. What about it? We talked about it last week. What are you last I was yeah, got some trivia questions to uh, to round out this show today. Want to do some questions? Try to oh, stop us. What cowboy who was on a cowboy show owned the Los Angeles Angels? Gene Autry. Gene Autry. Give that give that man what was cowboy? Give him the cowboy. Wait a minute. Yeah, cowboy. What was his coach? Was Tonto? What was his name? No, the pitching coach was Tonto. Pitching coach was Tonto. <laughs> oh, what do you got, Michael? What was Autry's yeah. horse's name? Champion. 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 Very good. And that's Sam Trigger Not champion. Trigger champion. <laughs> wow. How about Hopalong Cassidy? Uh, Hopalong. Mark Mutum. <laughs> what do you got, Michael, for a question? A real question. All right. What do you In mean, a real question? <laughs> All right. In an interview with Howard Stern in 2004, 
What Mets pitcher's wife vowed that if her husband ever cheated on her, she would take revenge by sleeping with the entire Mets team? Yeah, you know, I remember Chris that. Benson. Uh, yeah. oh, Chris yeah. Benson. Benson. Chris Benson. Yeah. Good. Chris Benson. <laughs> All right. What she looks like today. All right. <laughs> I guess what she looks like today, Mark. What, yeah, what was Roy Rogers' cause name? Clarabelle. Jezebel. 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 That's really good. All right. The clown was Clarabelle. And the Howie. Okay. There are 13 Baseball Hall of Famers who have played with seven or more teams. Now, of the 13, five played in the old era. (laughs) The remaining eight played from the 1950s to the present. Can you name these players? Robinson? No. Robinson. Which no. no? Played with and seven or more teams? Seven teams? Seven oh, or more different teams. Oh, They're seven in the baseball or more different teams. Fame. Seven or more different teams. There Nolan are eight Ryan? players. How about, no. how about Willie Mays? No. No. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Gaylord Perry. Right. Gay- That's a good one. Gaylord, Gaylord <laughs> Perry played for eight different teams. Wow. 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 Not Robin Roberts, right? No. No. Ferguson. Jim, Jim Cott. Jenkins. No. No. What position? <laughs> okay. Uh well the two the two players who've played for nine different teams, one was a relief pitcher. And one Goose was an outfielder. Goose Gossage? Goose Gossage. Yeah, Nine different right. teams. The outfielder, Ricky he Henderson? let off a lot. Ricky Henderson. Henderson. Ricky Henderson. Wow. Seven different teams. Uh, yeah. You got another... Uh, Four. He's twice. <laughs> you got another a second baseman who played for seven different teams. Not Joe Morgan. Uh, Not no. Joe Morgan, right now. Uh, no, no. Roberto Alomar. Roberto Alomar, uh, right? Seven uh, teams he played for. Seven different teams. That was a good seven Mets trade, right, Mark? And <laughs> he was, he was on the Mets another roster. One. He didn't play very well. Two no, relief pitchers. Two relief. Two pitchers. more relief pitches, and one Not started playing in the fifties. Oh. Boyd Wilhelm. Seven teams. Lee Smith. And Lee Smith, right. Lee Smith oh, played for oh, Lee. That's wow. right. Lee Smith. Yeah, that's, right. Right. Yeah. A good question. that's a good deep question. Yeah, that is. I wouldn't think that. Wow. Yeah, right. Amazing. Yeah. Who, was the, who was the first black American League MVP? Larry Doby. Larry Doby. No. No. He was, was he MVP? I think he's 54, wasn't he? Because I don't have him as, as uh, the how answer. How about uh, Frank Robinson? No, I had yeah. Elston Howard, 60. Howard, I think. No. Oh, oh, I, was say I wonder league. if Larry Doby was. We had to check on that. American League? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I have Elston Howard, 63. Oh, yeah, we could check yeah, on Larry yeah. Doby. All right. Who else has a question? Go ahead, Michael. All right. Billy Crystal. Garth Brooks, Bruce Hornsby, Tom Selleck, and Kevin Costner. What did they all do? 
Baseball movies? I don't know. Right. <laughs> You're on the right track. No, it has something to do with baseball. They pitched a no hitter. Oh, no. Who had an opening ball? Oh. No. No, there's too many people have done that. All right. <laughs> Anybody? So they weren't in baseball movies, right? No, well, Costner was. Well, Bruce was. Hornsby, you have it. Was. Selleck was. I don't think so. Selleck um, was. Selleck was. was. Mr. Baseball. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Hornsby. Uh, no, I'm, Bruce, I'm, I'm Bruce Horn, not Rogers Horn. No, I remember each of them, actually. I, I don't remember Hornsby doing it, but uh, I remember all the others. You sure, sure this wasn't a dream, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, let me hear the was, answer. What's the answer? Oh, it's Cosna. All right. They all came up and had an at-bat in an exhibition game. Uh, hmm. yeah. okay. That's like pitching a no hitter. Costa <laughs> pitched a no hitter. Remember that one? That was a great show. No Yankee Stadium, and he's dreaming about his uh, his girlfriend problems. It was a great movie. Right. That's what. Yeah. All right. Got a second chance. That was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did he sleep with Chris Benzman's wife? No. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, who are the only players to hit 400 and not win a batting title? Ooh. Ted Williams. There are a few. Yeah, there are a few. No, I don't have Ted Williams on here. Williams is the last guy to hit 400. You didn't get the MVP, Steve. <laughs> no, because uh, uh, DiMaggio won it in 41. Right, right. But, but he got the batting title, though, Williams. Not to win a batting yeah. title. To, oh, not to players not. to oh, hit yeah. 400. Yeah. But someone batted. More than them, yeah. Ty Cobb, Ty Cobb in 1922 hit 401 right. and Sisler. lost out to Dick Sisler who hit 420. George wow. Sisler, George Sisler. I have Dick Sisler. Dick was the son, uh, it's not George, George. Dick was the son. And then uh, Joe Jackson hit 408 in 1911 as a rookie yeah. and lost to Ty Cobb who batted 411. Wow. So the high cop was the one and the other. Okay. So I'll check on that Sisla. Who else? A few more minutes. What you guys dry on questions? Uh, name the first Hall of Famers, first five Hall of Famers, not from the United States. And they're not from the United States. And what was their home country? <laughs> First five Hall of Famers not from the U.S. and what was their home country? For instance, I have Rod Carew, Panama. Panama. Ferguson Jenkins, Canada. Go ahead. Louis Is Ichiro in the Hall of Fame? Not Ichiro yet. Larry Louis Walker, Aparicio. Canada. <laughs> Earlier. Uh, uh, Great players. Roberto Clemente. Clemente. Oh no, Puerto Rico. Rico. Yep. That's. That's not a foreign country. It's, yeah, uh, it's not a foreign country. <laughs> Technically not. <laughs> There's two. One's, one's a great giant pitcher. Marichal. Marichal. Dominican Republic. One was a shortstop from Venezuela. Aparicio. Aparicio. And the last one I never heard of, Martin DeHigo. No. Oh, Martin Cuba. DeHigo. Negro Ooh. Leagues no. and Latin oh. Leagues. Okay. Oh, no. So I got it. <laughs> Anybody else have any more questions? You guys are dry, huh? Yeah. 
I start piling questions. As we close the show, again, try to think of something we can do next week. And for those mm-hmm. who came on a little late, we're trying to think of something. Next week is our two-year anniversary. We want to think of something a little special. I have something in mind. I don't know if you guys want to do it, but I'll, I'll, I'll email you my idea. You think of something to do special besides bringing a cupcake and a candle. Mm-hmm. The SO will be over, so you can bring a cupcake and a candle <laughs> for those who uh, follow. And uh, we'll have a nice little uh, anniversary special next week at show number 104. But thank you for joining us today at 103. Thank you, Mark. And uh, it was a fun day talking, nice talking sports thank with you guys. You. Yep. Great stuff. Thanks, Mark. Uh, enjoy the yeah. week. Um, yeah. Hopefully, you'll have nice weather wherever you live. And uh, right. we'll see you all out here next Thursday. All right. Larry, well, guys. Jerry on Siemens Shul. Good night, everyone. Good night. 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 Good night.